A big shout out and thank you for the following 10 year birthday sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. First, CTC Math invites you to join over 200,000 students now confident in math because finally they can do it. Visit ctcmath.com. And thanks to Knight Zookeeper, who is on a mission to make learning fantastically fun and help kids unlock their creativity. Their reading and writing program has helped over 1 million children, 6 through 12. For the special offer for our network, visit tinyurl.com forward slash night zookeepers. And Math Mammoth with clear explanations and mastery-based curriculum. Your students will be set up for success in algebra and in real life. Visit mathmammoth.com. And thanks to you, our listeners. Visit our sponsors who bring you this network for free. production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com and here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome. This is one of my favorite episodes, as you guys know, if you've been listening to Vintage Homeschool Moms every first Monday, and that is because I get to have my friend Meredith Curtis on the line, and you are listening to Lunch with Meredith and Felice. So welcome, Meredith. Felice, thank you. It's so good to be here. Uh, I love having you on because um, we are, you know, both kindred spirits and, um, you know, just, um, I think, have, you know, different ways of homeschooling in some regards and in others, um, we're we're pretty much um, on the same uh, playing field, so to speak. I think your kids work a little bit um you know, quicker and faster than mine do at, at some things, and uh, you have co-ops, so I think, you know, it just brings a whole nother uh, dimension to what we talk about. And today, our topic is de-junking and reorganizing for your new school year. So even if you're listening to this in the winter, I know some people take the whole month of, uh, you know, December off, and that's when they do some planning, um, or uh, like my daughter does, she's I think done in April, I want to say, and then she uses like uh, May and June to get her stuff in order, and then she schools sometimes through the hottest months in Florida. Um, this year she's expecting a baby at the end of July, which is why she started early. But whatever time of year that you are uh, reorganizing and going through things, I tell you what, I am not a fan of de-junking, like I don't look forward to it because I'm a pack rat. I like to keep things around because I might need them. <laughs> and uh, so, um, but after and actually in the process of it, 
I'm just starting to feel this weight off of me, Meredith. I don't know how to explain it um, because we've been going through it before we went live. I told you um, we started this uh, back in uh, June, and it is now July, and um, we've been at it almost a solid month, and now um, we, I think we have like one more week, I'm hoping, uh, to get stuff organized. My shelves are pretty much where they need to be. It's just all the stuff in the middle of the room that we don't know what to do with. So <laughs> we're going through um, some of those things and, and trying to organize them. But, you know, um, what are your feelings on the whole topic of, you know, de-junking and, and all of that? Well, I feel overwhelmed many times. With I have a very large house, um, but I have, um, there are eight people in our family. My oldest daughter just got married. And um, at any given time, we have one to three people who are living with us. And then we also have regulars who spend the night, like every Friday night or every Saturday night. And so we have... Um, you know, we we call them extra, <laughs> extra family members. <laughs> and then to to make everything just really, really complicated, I love books. So I have a library of over of thousands of books. And, um, you know, that is my big thing with homeschooling. I do um, co-op in my home. We also don't have a church building. So our home is used to store a lot of our church stuff, including drum sets and guitars and sound equipment. Then I have um, a publishing business, and so the books that I've written and made copies of, I have to figure out where to store them. And to make everything just a little bit more complicated, my husband does a paint touch-up business one day a week to bring in extra money, and that requires a um, from floor to ceiling about 10-foot wide paint mixer station Um, and all kinds of other stuff in our garage. So sometimes I just go through my house and feel overwhelmed. Lord, how do I, how do I get this place cleaned? And, you know, I'll get it cleaned and then, you know, while I'm focusing on another area or another thing in our life, um, then I go back and I think, oh no, the room I just cleaned, it's all junky again. And so I, um, and I'm very sentimental. So this is really an area um, near to my heart, but not so dear to my heart because it is challenging. And I find that living in the situation I do, I'm not able to hold on to things I'd like to hold on to because there's just no room for it, even though my home is really big. And um, so it, I think it's a, it's a very apropos topic for me to talk about because in my life it really is a challenge to keep my rooms neat and tidy and keep things accessible, I can have something stored in my house, but if I can't get to it and don't know where it is, it's of no use for me to keep it. Oh, I I can totally relate to that. And uh, we run three businesses out of this house. We don't have an office, so we have home offices. My husband's is downstairs and mine is upstairs. And then we do have, when we... the, the perk of being married to a builder, Meredith. <laughs> we, we we do have a storage closet that is the length of our living room, and it is ceiling high, and our ceilings are almost two stories. So, 
there are boxes that are just piled um, for for if those of you who are writers and and um, you know interested in this kind of thing. We no longer publish in the five thousand runs like we used to, but I still have you know books that. Um, are from those days, and so that's you know piled up, and then I have another closet that I shift from, and so it it can be really crazy here as well. With um, you know we also have a big family, and we have seven living with us right now, and uh, not quite the the extra people that Meredith has, but you know it's the same thing. You want your house to look nice when people walk in, but I sometimes I can't let them upstairs <laughs> come upstairs because you know especially right now um one of my friends did come over and I said I'm going to show you how much I love you I'm allowing you to come upstairs so you can see my mess and she was just so funny um because I had to show her something I couldn't move from my office but um you know and and you know of course it's just embarrassing you know that's in the middle of trying to clean up and you know decades of dust sometimes it seems you know of course it's not hasn't been that long but um you know we're we're really um around here we started homeschooling in 1986 and so my two older children obviously are grown and I have the three younger ones Nick just graduated this year from high school so I have two left that are both um they're both 11th graders this year. So Michael will probably not graduate early. He's a little bit young, younger. Um, but, you know, grade-wise right now, he's 11th grade. So, um, you know, we are, are really getting rid of a lot of the younger stuff. So I do have a, a daughter who's homeschooling, so a lot of stuff went to her. But then there were things she didn't want. And our church collects um, for a mission um, in not St. Croix, St. Lucia is where it is. It's a um, missionary school there. And there's um, a a doctor um, and a a doctor, two doctors, uh, married. Um, Mary is no longer practicing, but she um, had this calling. And so they send over containers so we can, you know, pretty much pack those with books. So, like, I send over things that are, like like many like the encyclopedias we no longer use and things like that you know like right. they love all that kind of stuff that's not you know we we always get on the internet now and so um, and also the encyclopedias were dated you know but it still right. has good information so just things like that nothing like super um, you know American history I probably wouldn't send over and things like that but like science books biology books and things like that we could. So we're doing things like that and just trying to get through. And Meredith and I wanted to share some things. Um, Meredith can be found at MeredithCurtis.com. That's just the easiest one for me to remember. Meredith, I know you have another one. But you can, if you go to MeredithCurtis.com, you can find the link to her books. And also um, my company is MediaAngels.com. And Meredith and I are both sponsors of this episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And I also want to give a quick shout-out for Meredith and her show, um, which is Finish Well Radio Show, and that airs uh, monthly. And Meredith, why don't you tell us a little bit about your show? Well, yes. Our show is for teenagers and their families, um, especially homeschooling teenagers and parents. And um, tonight we're talking about worship. I'm interviewing Jenny Rose. Um, my daughter, who is a singer and a musician and a songwriter, and she just really loves 
to worship God. And we're going to be talking about what worship is and how to grow in worship and where can you worship and how do you worship and all those things. Um, and she will actually be um, hosting the July and August show um, for the summer. She just graduated from college. She has a degree in communications. And um, she she is going to um, do that, and um, then I'll get to be in the chat room and talking to people, and so I'm looking forward to um, that. But the show is a lot of fun. Um, Laura and I have been, Laura does the back end, and I have been hosting, and we've had a lot of neat guests and um, a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, and I'm excited, um, you know, that, that there are the replays, so you know, head over uh, to Merit's show. Kind of the easiest way uh, to get to any of the shows is to go to ultimatehomeschoolradionetwork.com and then just go to that front page and there are buttons there. Um, and the Finish Well has a big F and a W, so you can see that and uh, listen to some of those great replays. And that's the great thing about this network. You can get it through um, iTunes. You can download it. You can um, get it through a feed. There's all kinds of ways to listen or just right here on the website. And share with a friend because um, we're getting more and more really sweet emails uh, from people, Meredith. And it's just really, you know, thank you so much for those of you who have uh, sent emails, you know, for the shows um, because it just really touches me whenever that happens, that someone took the time to send us a note, you know, whether it's through Facebook or, or email. So, well, Meredith, let's get started here and share um, some of the things that you listed here. Um, I, I don't remember how many I asked you for, um, but there's there's quite a few here. I think some of them are, are you know, like package and file or together, but you know, our, always our first things seem to, to coincide, and they are pray. And that's yeah. exactly what I did when I got started because I didn't know, you know, what am I going to need for the next few years? I mean, Michael possibly could have four more years, you know, um, of high school. And what did I not, you know, I know I was not going to use again. And so, you know, tell me tell me a little bit about that. Well, Felice, I told you that I get overwhelmed in my home when I start doing this. and. So I don't just pray at the beginning, but I find myself having to pray throughout the whole process because, to be honest with you, sometimes I just feel like quitting and saying, I just can't do this, and it's too overwhelming, and I have so many other things to do. And so um, I'll have to just say, okay, Lord, um, you've got to help me and, you know, help me to persevere and help me to... Um, do what you've called me to do, and, and what do I do about this? I know I was going to get rid of it, but now that I see it, it's so cute, you know, so help me, Lord, give me, you know, the so for me, it's not just praying in the beginning, but I feel like I have to pray throughout the whole process. Wow. Yeah, and and the same here. I mean, I'm really blessed because it's upstairs, you know, my schoolroom, so I can just leave and not have to come upstairs, and I've taken the chicken way out when I can't deal with it anymore and that is like I can just take my I have all laptops now we used to all have desktops and I've moved to laptops just because they're so much more portable and um, I can just take my computer and work downstairs 
And so, you know, a little bit of the time I've been sharing an office with my husband, which is handy because um, he does home inspection, so I'm there uh, when he needs help, you know, with, with something. He is not a techie. And um, and then also, um, you know, I can take it on the road if I need to leave. But it's just been the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm as I speak, I have... Um, a extra table, and I already told you I have like two L-shaped um, office desks in here, plus a vertical file. That's two drawers, plus two uh, no two big vertical files, which are four drawers, and two um, horizontal files, which are two drawers, and an extra table just to put junk on because every single little place is filled. <laughs> so. You know, it just gets crazy, and I just have to walk out because it's the same thing. So I think my prayer has been help me to do what it is I need to do now, so that I'm not I'm not so overwhelmed. And um, you know, it just is has been a blessing. Um, I kind of feel that relief because I never I'm not one who loves to clean. Like my mother-in-law used to say to me. I just get such a happy feeling after I clean. Well, I'm exhausted after I clean. <laughs> that happy feeling, you know, is it, kind of uh, uh, is a little difficult. And uh, so anyway, um, you know, it, it just is, you know, different people are different. And so, you know, when I when I um, think about de-junking, I really have not done it this, this deeply and since Christina got married, and that was in 2005. So that, you know, it's almost been 10 years, you know, when we really went through everything and organized everything and because um, she was moving out and, you know, I'm sure you've done some of that, you know, Meredith, with um, Katie Beth moving out. Yes, it is. Um, right now, in fact, what we're doing is um, I bought a lot of things for the wedding, like I bought all the table linens and things like that. So when the wedding was over, I had to wash everything, sort it, um, and and stack it away. And so, um, you know, I've stored some some of the linens in Jenny Rose's new room. She's moving into Kate's old room, and then I have um, stored some of the tool and different things in the girls' room, and then I have the lanterns in my closet, and so I've kind of had to divide up all the <laughs> wedding stuff, but I don't want to get rid of it because it was so expensive. I'll be doing this three more times, and so I would prefer to just use this stuff right. over and over. That was smart. Right. And then that was pass really it smart. on. It was beautiful. Yeah, and it was beautiful. You know, I know we're not talking about weddings. We may need to do a whole other episode on that, but... But, um, you know, it was at a, like, a civic center, but it was on the water. It was in Orlando, um, you know, it was a a big lake. And it was just beautiful. And what was really nice, Meredith, was the space you had, because ours was at a venue at at a hotel on the beach. But we were so limited in space, we could only, only have 125 guests, which in a way I was happy because it was expensive. But, yeah. um, but you know, we had to leave out so many of our friends that we would have loved to invite. And so, you know, because we just with our extended families and, you know, my son-in-law's family wasn't very big. It was really our family more so than his. And uh, and so I could only have a handful of friends. So I looked at that and I thought, wow, you know, that it's such a great 
idea and uh, you know you're a very smart lady to you know think ahead but um okay so we're praying and and the next part which we both have again is um planning um what we always oh, for me it's planning what I'm going to keep and then I look especially in high school at my four year plan so some of you may not you know you may not have as much stuff as Meredith and I have accumulated through the years. And I know, Meredith, you know, your girls will probably want to homeschool, so I know you're probably holding on to some of the stuff. But, um, you know, one of the things that we planned uh, when Christina and I sat down for her um, children, and Christina's my daughter, um, and she is homeschooling, is that um, I have a lot of space here, and she doesn't in her house. So, up at the very top shelf and at the very bottom shelf. You know, like two shelves that you don't really use in my schoolroom, I put, um, like, the high school books. So, you know, some of the stuff may be, you know, a little bit dated, but, you know, math is not going to be dated. (laughs) And the science is pretty much not going to be dated. You know, there might be some new things that you may want to add. But... um, and then I let her go through things that, for example, um, they are not studying the state this year because they did a lot of that in previous years. So some of my books that had to do with all of the, you know, states were on the bottom shelf. So I gave her those two shelves, and it was great because she came over, and she's my organized one. And she, um, you know, got everything organized that she want, wanted. She took home boxes of books, and it was nice to plan out what you know because we were going to just box these things up and then you'll never find them if they're all boxed right. up that was our fear you know even if we box them in grade levels but she's got you know little ones from that she's homeschooling right now you know five seven and eight so it you know she's going to need these other grades at some point so um that planning helped me so much and then i looked at our four-year plan with ann and michael and then the stuff that we're going to be using in the next few years i put on shelves that were subject related so i have like a history shelf i have a science shelf um because i as you can imagine i have a lot of creation science resource books (laughs) And, um, you know, so I have all of those, and then I have a section for language arts, and then, like, my literature books, reading materials I keep somewhere else. But that just, like, my shelves I could actually take a picture of and be very proud of, (laughs) because those are getting there. They're not quite where they need to be, and I think I have, I'm trying to think, one, two, three, four, five shelves, and they were so empty, and now they're getting filled again, so... I'm hoping that I have enough room um, for everything that I need, you know, or I'll have to move Christina's stuff to another another section. But, um, you know, so that, that helped me a lot to plan ahead with what I was going to be doing and then just keeping those books accessible. And then the ones I don't need this second can be a little bit maybe higher to reach or, you know, somewhere else. Um, until I need them. So what is your what is your planning? Well, um, in a well, our big um, you know organization project um, was twofold. One was the wedding, and then the other was um, we had had a fire in 2011, and they chose the insurance company to settle with us 
um, two months before the wedding, but we had to finish everything in 30 days. So I had to completely clear out my home school room and um, for carpet to be laid down. So I told you I have thousands of books, so we had to move all those. And in, at the same time, I had um, a lot of bookshelves down the hallway, and I really wanted to get rid of them because it made the hallway really cramped, and I just didn't like the way it looked. So when I redid the homeschool room, I made a plan of how I was going to redo the homeschool room so I could fit everything in. And, of course, the same thing. I had to go through a lot of things and get rid of things um, and get rid of duplicates, give duplicates to either my children to save for their homes or to give to, to friends. And so um, I made a plan on paper, and then we moved the furniture in first, and then um, I started doing that. But another thing that I did with planning was planning the hours to get everything done. And I was I found that I, it was too much for me to spend entire days working on it because there was just so much. Now, I had to spend entire days to empty the homeschool room. But in putting it back, I spent one week where it was entire days, and then after that, I worked for two hours a day until it was done. And that way I could do other things and I didn't feel overwhelmed because, of course, I was planning a wedding. So um, that, <laughs> And you had a you graduation know, and you had and a 21-year-old birthday, didn't you? Yes, and then a, so we had yes. quite quite a year. So, But that planning helped me, not just planning you know, how I would do things and how I would sort, but also planning when I would do it um, and things like that. So um, that way, and I would always treat myself like, okay, if I finish my plan for the week, then on Saturday, you know, on Sunday I'll go to the beach or something like that. So that was always helpful too. But it really did help me to make a plan um, and put things on paper. And and I do save books because, like I said, I lead a co-op in my church and, you know, people come in, they borrow the books, and they bring them back. And so there are books that I could have gotten rid of, but I know, like, this year, Samuel and Shannon, their two children in my co-op, they borrowed a lot of books this year when we studied American history, and they borrowed a lot of historical fiction that was too easy for Jimmy and Shine to read, but I was glad I kept it. And my kids all said to me, Mom, we want, you know, we want the kids to be able to come to your house and borrow books. So um, I, I'll probably end up keeping my library. Now, that won't mean I'll keep all my curriculum, but I'll, I'll probably keep most of my books that are good classics because I love the idea mm-hmm. of having a good library. So right. um, anyway, so that's yeah, my Yeah, we've planning. done the same thing. Yep, we've done the same thing with our books. And I have, um, like I said, our, when we built um, our house, we had a loft. And then when we were expecting um, my third child, Nick, we added on to our our second story. So Jeff made it a full, like I didn't have a schoolroom before then, and he made it, it just was the loft actually um, with our schoolroom, and it wasn't very big. And then he um, added a whole nother room, which is the size of our garage. And then he added two bedrooms. So there's two bedrooms up here, a bathroom, and then this room, nice big room, and then the loft. So where the loft is is where all my shelves used to be when we homeschooled that are lower because it's open. And um, that's where we keep our library, and it really helps. Like you said, you know, I had all the early readers. I had a lot of the classics, um, which my daughter has borrowed, and um, 
you know, has nicely moved into her house now. So they're they're dwindling. But of course, then we add, you know, with some other books that we're reading. But it does it really helps, especially for those of you that have, um, you know, more more children that you're homeschooling, to be able to keep these things. Um, for the future years, and I, you know, when we were in the midst of doing it all, I had to remind Christina, um, because she was saying, no, no, that's too young, we can give that away, and I had to remind her and say, uh, Christina, your baby is two, and you're expecting another one. You know, you're going to need this again, just not right now. So if right. it's something you think you're going to use, just store it here, you know, where we have room until, you know, you're able to to take this and then maybe, you know, bring me other stuff. Because um, that's the deal that, you know, it, it helps um, if she comes here and doesn't just give me a box of stuff, you know, that she comes and puts them on the shelf so that she knows where they are um, because otherwise it's going to remain in that box. Right. Oh, gosh. And, I, and when I leave this office, there will be boxes out there, so they'll have to deal with But I, the same thing, Meredith, I just couldn't do it all day long because then you get tired and you just are not making good decisions. Um, the other thing, my my uh, third thing was um, to um, watch out for my health. And something really funny um, happened. You know, my, I'm married to a man who used to be a PE major. I mean, Jeff, that was his major in college, and he played baseball and, um, you know, really into sports. And, of course, I'm not. <laughs> But um, I, well, I am now. I, I'm, I'm a spectator at my children's games. Let's put it that way. But um, he keeps an eye on things that I just take for granted and don't think about. But I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and I was saying to him, "Wait a second, that didn't come out right. I can't think." And he said, um, "You know, have you been working upstairs?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "Do you are you drinking water?" And I said, water, you know, which normally I keep, you know, a cup of water and we have to walk downstairs to get water. And I keep saying um, we, we get bottled water delivered because we're on well water and it cannot keep up with the RO system, can't keep up with my family. So it was funny, Meredith, because after I drank a big glass of water, it was like my head cleared. And I would never, you know, I must have been getting dehydrated and just, you know, you're working and you're not thinking about it. So, you know, for me, um, I've been watching that lately. And also times, you know, like I always say, at 4 o'clock, after 4, my brain goes into hibernation. It's been thinking 100 miles an hour all day and then anything after 4. But it was the same thing. It's just I need to be hydrated and drink water and, you know, it says we're supposed to drink eight glasses of water. Some people say, well, that's a myth. And other people say, no, that's really important. Um, and I don't like sugary drinks, which is my saving grace, I guess. And I can't drink anything diet. So it makes me sick. So, you know, I, I drink a lot of water or like an unsweet iced tea or something like that. Just, But caffeine also will dehydrate you. So I have to be careful as I have a nice, big iced tea here that after I drink this, I'll drink another whole glass of water. And I keep it, um, you know, in those insulated cups so that I know how much I drink. You know, otherwise, um, I don't keep track. And uh, and then, you know, that's important. I know, moms, you know, you're so busy, especially those of you with little ones, and you're thinking, oh, you know, I can't, I can't take care of myself. And I, believe me, I know how you feel. But, um, 
you know, I've been there, and um, but it's so important because if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of your kids? So I just wanted to emphasize that one point that your health is important. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Well, the the other point I was going to make too, you mentioned your health, and I totally agree that is so important because I can work all day and forget to eat and then realize, oh, my goodness, I'm starving, you know, and I realize, oh, I've been working since 7 and it's 3. Um, but another thing um, that helps me emotionally, kind of my emotional health, is to give myself permission to play. And by that I mean when <laughs> you pull something out and you say, oh, my goodness, I remember this, to just allow yourself to stop and reminisce and, you know, say things to your kids or, you know, look through an old book that you used to love to read to the kids. And, you know, a lot of times if you allow yourself to do a few things like that, you feel less like you're in jail fulfilling a task. And, you know, those little breathers can sometimes fill your tank up emotionally to keep going with the process. That's so great. Well, we don't give our permission. We don't give ourselves permission. We just do it. <laughs> yeah. We found we found all these old um, photo albums that were stashed on this bottom shelf by Anne's desk. So my kids have these like little portable desks that um, the flap opens up at the top, so it has storage, and then the front, the top of it's almost like a eraser board. Um, we got them years and years ago, and two of them were the two that I got. Um, it just shows you when you get things a long time ago, they last for Neil and Christina's. Uh, then we got another one for for Michael. Well, then, of course, Anne and Nicholas inherited those, and we got another one for Michael. And so, you know, Michael's now 14, so figure he started, you know, sitting sitting somewhere around five. And that one fell apart a couple of years ago. So we had to take it, you know, even though, you know, it was made out of wood and there were some hinge issues, but it it just got dangerous <laughs> to get it out of here. So they have our two original desks still, and um, where Anne's desk was on that, you know, bottom, bottom shelf were a lot of the old photo albums. So one of the things we want to do is take those pictures out and just put them on acid-free paper because some of them have, you know, deteriorated. Some we can't take. Remember those what like plastic things we used to put the pictures in? Yes, yes. You know. So of course my dream is to have them all scanned, but um, you know, my children do not do not think that that's a, you know a job they want to do, and I just know I don't have time for that. So unless I right. sign it, you know, as a um, summer project, it's it's not getting done. But um, but yeah, you know, those are the things that um, that really help you know making memories. I agree. And the other is um, for me is um, you know storing, but I store things virtually. You know, only me, Meredith. Um, but I have um, a server, which I think I'm going to move some of the things to my server because it is being backed up with my website. But I have Carbonite on one of the computers, and I really like it. The only thing I don't like about Carbonite is if you have a backup drive, they will let you upload. Like, there's no limit to the amount of space you can have. But if your back, like my backup drive died, this is a horrible story. 
and um, I didn't know it had died. So Carbonite would give you warnings and say, you know, agree that you're, you know, if the backup drive is not attached, then all the stuff will be wiped out. And of course I agreed because I could see my backup drive and it was attached. And the light was on, but I didn't know that it had crashed because I never checked it. And it was on my husband's computer downstairs, which has all our business information on it, because that's why I wanted that somewhere separate. And so um, it turned out that they did not have a backup copy. And so, you know, that was disappointing. But I do, I, I probably will take it um, to a, um, a, a company here in town that will, you know, break into a drive and try to restore it, which is very, very, very expensive. And carbonite is something like 45 or to $60 a year. So unless you have a business account, which we do, which is a little bit more money. But that's something I would really recommend because um, and then making sure you have backups of your kids' records. Um, another sad story is that uh, my friend Jill Whitlock died, and Jill and I wrote the four study guides, the creation science, creation geology, creation anatomy, and um, creation geology book together. And when Jill died um, in 2007, her boys um, had already graduated from high school, and um, but she was here before, you know, the year before she died. Um, we were working on some other things. In fact, we had a couple of other study guides that we were in the process of putting together. And uh, she was here working, and her laptop um, started acting up. And I said, oh, gosh, you know, I've got all this extra space, you know. Um, let me just go ahead and back up your whole computer. So while we chatted and had lunch, her computer was backing up. And thank God I had that information because um, after she died, the boys had no copy of their high school transcripts. <gasps> and wow. they nowhere. And the, and her youngest son wanted to go into the military. I mean, how do you recreate that? Well, praise God, I had it. I had their transcripts. And I've had to give all three boys their transcripts. So, you know, I just thank God for that providence of, you know, her computer just having a little bit of a glitch that day. I don't think it ever had any issues, but it was almost like, you know, providential that God's hand was in it, and we backed it up. And after that, I just started thinking, I need to keep my kids' records somewhere else. You know, a backup drive's great, but, um, you know, I've got these, you know, half a terabyte backup drives, but they do wear out, and I'm, you know, I can witness to that. I've got four that crashed. They eventually burn out. So, could you leave them plugged in all the time? Well, how else do they back up? <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any sense. But, um, so I would highly recommend that you back up on, you know, there's lots of services out there. What I like about Carbonite is it doesn't encrypt some of the services that are really cheap, they encrypt it. So when you try to restore it, it's a bunch of gobbledygook, and then you have to put it back and on your computer and then go through it, and then you'll find all your files. Um, they may have improved that, but I know some are, are called, they're compressed. But the thing about um, Carbonite, and believe me, I, they're not our sponsor today. <laughs> I get nothing from it. But um, they have... Um, uh, like you can access their site 
with your password and login from your cell phone or from anywhere. And I've done that before to show people pictures. You know, I can get on my drive, you know, from my phone and pull up, up files. So, um, you know, it's, it really is a great a great service, and it's just somewhere else. Yes, there is a fee, but it's just is peace of mind, especially, you know, for your pictures. You know, how many of us have digital pictures now? And also for your, you know, for your um, school records, at least till they get through, you know, high school. And, you know, if they're going to go on. But even kids, like, her boys didn't go to college right away. So, you know, even if you're going to go back years later, you know, another one just needed it recently because he's working um, at an insurance agency and he did not, um, I think one, one or two didn't go to college. But, you know, they still need that transcript to to prove that, you know, and she had all the course codes from Florida at the time and everything was perfect. All we had to do, I could just send the digital file to them, you know. So. Well, and that makes me think of one of my points was to photograph mm-hmm. and scan things because a lot of right. times if you're more like me, like you do a lot more on the computer than I do, but if you're like me, I have folders and folders of files that I can just scan into the computer and then throw away. And um, so that is something that, you know, or a project that they did in third grade, you know, I can photograph that and have a picture of it and then I can throw it away. And um, so I found a lot of things like that. You know, I, I was able to say, okay, I don't want to part with this, but I can take a picture and then I can throw it away. And so we were able to do that also. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, The scanner is just not my friend. Um, I think since I moved to a new system, it just is more laborious. I used to be able to click a button in one of my programs and scan in. Um, But I just found that I can do that again from the printer file on my computer. So, you know, it it might be my friend again (laughs) because it just it's more difficult. But, yes, you know, that's, a great thing to do. And then um, I love the idea of photographing, Meredith, that you can have those pictures. Um, Because we did that with my son's, you know, three-dimensional fort scene when he was younger that he created out of popsicle sticks and the little plastic guys and the trees and everything else to reenact, you know, a war that he we were studying. And like the other two did, did presentations and you know Michael did his little 3D thing but it's so great I mean we had to take it apart it was you know I think we left it up for like at least a year you know and then I looked at it and it had spider webs <laughs> just like okay Aww. time to take it apart but we had lots of pictures and him standing there so proud and you know of course we we, we take a lot of digital but we try to make some copies of some of the things and then put them in their portfolios so that they can, and they have files on the computer each year, um, like the year they made a catapult that was, um, we had talked about, um, you know, the different, uh, you know, lovers and centrifugal force and and all of that. But I did not assign them a, um, a catapult. That was not anything that, I said, why don't you guys go out and build a catapult? But they called me later on. This is when Nick was still home, um, you know, my my very entrepreneurish child. And um, he had this huge thing, of course, I guess, because 
it was it was you know they, at that time I think he was so young his dad didn't let him use the circular saw unless he was home. <laughs> So, you know, it was like this huge piece of wood that he found. There was like, you know, this 10-foot piece of, of two-by-four or whatever it was. And he had like a big weight down and some cement blocks he had found. And the thing actually worked. But it, it shot so far. I mean, you know what my front yard looks like, that it went into the pond. And I was oh, like, no. can you imagine? Yes. Can you imagine what the backlash of that could have been if it didn't work right? So I had to praise God for watching over them. But then when my husband came home, um, we took movies of it because he was around to make it a little bit more secure because it it was not on wheels, so it could tip. And um, they did something to the bottom so it would have a little bit of kick. You know, it could move back a little bit, and they moved it a little bit further where it would do less damage if it fell. But we still have videos of that, and it's just, you know, you can hear everybody in the background going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> it like, really worked. So, um, you know, we have a file of just movies, and then we have um, a file of pictures, and then I have them do little thumbnails. If they're too little to see, we make them a little bigger, and then they can print them out on the color printer and then have them for their portfolios, and then they have them with each year. So, what do you, you know, our last things are both to, to you have package and file. Um so how do you file their past years of work? Well, I I saved some of the stuff on um on computer like you did. I use so many file folders. Like I I have two big filing cabinets and I use file folders for everything, for health records, for um bank accounts, for everything. I have all these file folders and with their with their work though, I usually make a portfolio and just kind of save the best of it. I save all their work in a cardboard box until they graduate from high school. I mean, it's several cardboard boxes usually. And then after they graduate from high school, they start college, I throw all that work away except for what they want out of it because each year I've taken pieces of work and put it in their portfolio notebook. So they have their notebooks as memoirs. But if there's anything else they want to keep, they can keep it. Yeah. And, you know, I still have files of Christina's college papers on my computer. You know, it's just things like that. And then her high school portfolio was so good that I'm really happy I kept it because, um, of course, she didn't want it. But um, I've been able to use it as a resource to, you know, emulate for my children. So, Um, You know, yeah, Nick was real funny. He goes um, when he was graduating and he had a few more things he needed to finish up. He goes, I'll just change names on on Christina's portfolio and put mine. (laughs) 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 Try, son. That (laughs) is so funny. funny. He thought it was funny, too. But, but, um, you know, and his portfolio was made up of so many of the things he fixed and built. You know, from the first thing we ever that he ever fixed that we knew he was mechanical was um, when he was I want to say maybe seventh or eighth grade, and my my Cuisinaire um, mixer went out, and it was Christmas time, and he said, "Mom, you stripped a gear," and I said, "No, I didn't. You know, I I couldn't have because I don't want to go replace a three hundred dollar mixer." And um, you know how I take my baking seriously, Mary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There was an $8 part on Amazon that he got, and when he told me how much it was, I said, 
Um, he said, well, do you want to do overnight? And I said, well, how much is that? And he said something like $6. I said, yes. So they, he overnighted it. He already had taken it apart, and the next day he fixed it. I could not believe it. My husband and I looked wow. at each other, you know, and we just said we had this little mechanical genius on our hands, and and then he looked at me with a little sparkle in his eye, and I said, Nick, I can't believe, you know, that cost, you know, under $20 to fix if I had taken it in. They would have, t- you know, charged $75 to look at it. And then, you know, he said, well, I didn't tell you my hourly rate is $75. Of course, he got a big, big batch of his favorite cookies and not the $75, which I think he was happy with. But, but um, yeah, you know, so, so his um, portfolio is just filled with a lot of, of things. And then he started a resume, which was interesting to me. Um, because then, you know, if he ever needed it for work experience, he's been he was listing things that he did. Like he started a small engine repair business. You know, he didn't, um, you know, do it like registered and all of that because um, he he was still under age and was within you know making under a certain amount of money. Um, he didn't have to claim, um, you know, uh, a lot at that point. So. You know, there there are some now. There's a lot of restrictions on all of that. You know, um, but he had you know done some other little things and you know worked for other people and apprenticed um, for a friend who um, had a, a window repair business. And you know, this, this gentleman in his 80s <laughs> now. And uh, and Nick would go with him and learned all about flooding glass doors and screen repair and all of that stuff. And then he came home and he fixed all our stuff um, and Aww. fixed his sister's windows. So it was so great. Um, and so he's listed these things because you forget. You know, you think, oh, I'll remember. But all of those things can go in your portfolio and it really, really helps a lot. Well, Meredith, we are at the end of time. As usual, we could probably talk another whole hour on this topic. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on today and, you know, just uh, being with me and um, just being such a good friend and having so much wisdom to be able to share with everyone today. Thank you so much for having me, Felice. And I, I be I will be praying for you guys as you finish up your organization summer. Yes. And, um, yes. Just um, and and to everyone who's listening, I just want to add: don't be overwhelmed. And um, as my husband always says, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So yes. just take it, you know, take it easy, and you can do it, and um, you'll feel so much better when even if you just have one little corner that's organized. So God bless everyone, and thank you. Thank you, Meredith. And those of you listening, if you've enjoyed this show, try Homeschooling IRL with Kendra and Fletch. They're a husband and wife, and they share God's truth in a loving way and always are, um, you know, really interesting and have great topics to share. So thanks all of you and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.